Go ahead with your bad Should self. We just go and all right, roll well, with it. All right, let's get this over with. You want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? All right, here's a useful lesson for you. Give up. Just quit. Because in this life, you can't win. Yeah, you can try. But in the end, you're just going to lose big time because the world is run by the man. Who? The man. Oh, you don't know the man? Oh, well, he's everywhere. In the White House, down the hall, Miss Mullins. She's the man. And the man ruined the ozone. And he's burning down the Amazon. And he kidnapped Shamu and put her in a chlorine tank, okay? And there used to be a way to stick it to the man. It was called rock and roll. But guess what? Oh, no. The man ruined that, too, with a little thing called MTV! So don't waste your time trying to make anything cool or pure or awesome, because the man's just going to call you a fat, washed-up loser and crush your soul. So do yourselves a favor and just give up! Mr. Schneebly, it's after 10. On Tuesdays, the children have music class now. Right, okay. Uh, good work, people. We will continue with our lecture on the man when we return. Have a good music class. Hey, this is MP Cavalier. And this is Tolman. And this is the Do It Indie Radio Hour. Of course, the, the last show before our break, we, we nailed the timing on that. We did. <laughs> so we can retire now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank it's, you very much. It's bittersweet. Is that the second time? Have we recycled that intro? Have we done that before? I feel like that we, might be the third time. Third we, time. We've it's used such that a classic one. movie. So. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's apropos. I think you could probably twist the context of anything at this point tonight to make it, oh, that's so fitting because you're in a music store. You're in a music store and there's rock and roll and they're doing a radio show and whatever they're doing. But yeah, it's all. Uh, it didn't hit me until like really literally just this minute, like just this moment that I'm saying this right now. It hit me how bittersweet this is. Yeah. I, I'm going to miss this. Yeah. This is, I'm really, really going to fucking miss this. This yeah. is weird. Like I'm having a hard time right now. You're going to, you're, you're biting your kind of biting your finger. Yeah, right I now, am. Right? I'm biting my, I, I am biting my finger because I realize. For, uh, first of all, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss you. Oh, I mean, I'm going to see you. Well, hopefully. Yeah. That, I mean, I'll see the, you, but like this, we're not doing this for, a, it's, Two months, two months is a yeah. long time. That's, that's a long... Oh, my God. That's like eight, eight weeks. Eight shows, right. That's eight shows. Unless it's a long... Is there an extra Monday dude, in, a, in, in March? Dude, I almost died and I didn't miss eight shows. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell were we thinking? Well, that's why we're doing this, so you can catch up on your, uh, your uh, death. Everybody's uh, listening to the podcast <laughs> going, Oh, it's, they're totally coming back next week and doing another show. They're going to have uh, Viserio. No, we're not. We're not going to be on next week. And Viserio would never do our show again. No, they're not, never coming back. <laughs> they're never coming back. <laughs> this is the Do It Indie Radio Hour a podcast with a very regretful MP Cavalier and my very good friend Scott Michael Tolan. I'm not regretful. You're not regretful. You're <laughs> like, what are we done yet? When is this shit show over? <laughs> no, no. Um, I'll I tell you one thing. We did nail the opening, but you know what we didn't do? We didn't sound check the band. Oh, on well, I did a little bit through my cans. Oh, but, you did? Uh, yeah, I didn't didn't check levels for. No, we didn't check recording. broadcast levels. But we'll the beauty of doing a podcast is that we could do it. We could just do it later. Yeah, absolutely. No big deal. Who cares? Do it in post. Right, we don't give a shit anymore. Fix it in post. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, this is uh, 
This is our last uh, uh, podcast for eight weeks. Yeah. We're not coming back until it's actually May 1st, May Day. We're coming back on May 1st. We have a super, super special guest that night. Really, really big. We're really, like, shocked that they wanted to do the show uh, again. And um, officially, they will now have been our most frequent guest. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be, I think it's their fifth. Wow. So it's a biggie. So if you know your Do It Indie Radio Hour trivia, you've probably figured out who, who it is. But since... Do it indie radio or trivia isn't a thing. Yeah, yeah, and we don't have anything to give you. We don't have anything yeah. for you, so we don't even care anymore. Yeah. So yeah, we wouldn't give you anything if we've had something. We don't have it. Maybe one of your old autograph, like autograph hats that you don't wear anymore. I'll give, I'll give away a hat. Yeah. Do you frame those for every year? Like, do you retire a hat and frame it in your basement? No, no, I just don't wear them anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like like my bow ties. Yeah. Like, I went through, like, a bow tie phase for a while. You did. Yeah, and I stopped yeah. wearing bow ties. And I went through, like, a loud sport jacket phase for a while. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Well, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, well. I started to feel, I started to feel like a, I started to feel older, older than I should feel. So, so you were like, I shouldn't attract, I, I shouldn't attract wear, people to my oldness? Yeah, or, that's yeah. exactly what it was. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm, like, wearing my oldness like a badge by wearing these sport jackets and these bow ties and the hat. I'm like, I look, look, look at pictures of myself. It's like, oh, my God, I look my age. Yeah. I don't want to look my age. <laughs> so I said, all right, well, uh, maybe maybe I should kind of pull back on that whole old man wardrobe thing. But now that I mean, you've always been a sock kind of guy. So you can kind of still have flair with the socks. Always and, wearing the crazy socks. Yeah. And I got a, I got a closet full of uh, of uh, Converse All-Stars. Right. Of, Conver- of Chuck's. Yeah. Of course, I wear the same ones all the time, but I do have a closet full of them. Which ones are you, are you I'm wearing, wearing the Andy Warhol soup can I've ones ne- today. I haven't seen those. Yeah. So were those a Christmas gift? I, I'm not sure. No, I bought them for my... I think I bought them for myself. Oh, okay. I'm not... Yeah, it's been a while. Typically, it's the orange ones. Usually, pretty, I wear the, the, red one, the red ones are the, 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 frequent, the most frequent ones, right. and then the orange ones. Yeah, I love... Boy, the, I, but I, I don't like to wear the orange ones because they're impossible to get. Ah. So if I get them dirty or they rip... Right. See what I mean? I'm like... What's the big deal? Like, if I was, like, 30, who cares? Yeah. But I'm, now I'm not 30. I'm like, oh, if I, I can't get another pair of shoes, you know. I'm just impressed that you're man. past the age of 30 and you can still, your feet can still tolerate Converse because it's pretty tough. Oh, I'm in, tough I'm in excruciating pain pretty much all the time. Down That's there. why you're, gr- <laughs> you're, it's a grimace. It's not a smile. Right. Yeah, I'm grimacing. <laughs> it's like, God, I need a pair of, like, Rockport walkers well, right they now. Well, ha- they have these, uh, the Converse in orthopedic or, like, the... For old I, people I now, swear yeah. to God, Tolan, I'm going to leap across this tank. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to get them. I think I I'm going to get some. I, 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 I'm f- I mean, I'm fighting stuff like yeah, you know, I'm fighting stuff like that all the time. It's yeah. Because like, I don't want to. My father is my hero, but I don't want to become. I don't want to become him. Because when he was 50, yeah, he wore Rockports. It's like I can't do it. I can't wear Rockports on the pants off the back of Parade magazine. Seniors, I'm get not, your Converse yeah, at the foot store. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, the funny thing is, it's like I had to. Speaking of clothes, I had to go buy clothes yesterday, which yeah. I usually like doing, but in this context, I didn't like doing it because if I go to buy clothes, I'm usually buying like a new shirt because we're going out and I right. want to wear a new shirt or something like that or socks or whatever. You just pick it right off the <clears> rack and. Yeah, I know what size I wear. Here's right. my shirt. Oh, this is a cool shirt. This will look good. I'm going to wear this. So uh, my wife and I are, uh, we're taking this cruise, mm-hmm. right? And she said, You got to go buy shorts. You don't have any shorts that fit you. Because all of your shorts are too big, right? It, so I said, "Well, okay, I, I guess I'll go to the store and uh, I'll buy shorts." 
So I go to the store. I got my 12-year-old with me. I'm walking around the store. I'm not going to say the name of the store, but I'll say that it rhymes with Kohl's. So I'm walking around the store. <laughs> C-O-A-L-S. Exactly. Yeah, Col- yeah C-O-A-L-S. <laughs> I'm walking around the store, and no matter where I look, no matter what section of the store I'm in, every pair of shorts I see screams to me, retiree, <laughs> Sunday golfer. Right. Mowing the lawn in sandals and socks. It's just this right. whole, like... This whole which like, you shouldn't do dialogue, right? This yeah. whole dialogue is going on in my head. It's like no matter what you buy, you are going to look like a retiree Sunday golfer, right? And I don't want that look. So I am asking my kid, I was like, "What should I do?" My twelve-year-old, like, yeah. "What should I do?" He's like, "Dad, I, Dad, I've been binge watching Lost for like three weeks. I, I want to go home and binge watch Lost. Can we go home so I can binge watch Lost?" <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. So I. We spent like 45 minutes in there. I had like an armful of clothes. I had like jeans and I had short cargo shorts. And, and just like saying cargo shorts, it like it tastes like bile like, in my mouth. Yeah, like, like I, you like want to hack up like a hair a, right, ball. Yeah. Like cargo shorts to me is like, oh, I'm about to vomit on yeah. you. You know? So I got all these clothes in my arm and I'm like, okay, let's just buy these clothes and get the hell out of here. And I looked at my kid and I looked at myself and I put everything down and I said let's get the hell out of here I'm done with this I get home I have nothing in my hand empty hand I bought that hat right there this oh, hat nice. was on okay. clearance for two bucks sweet yeah and we get home and Leah says you didn't get they didn't have anything I said they didn't have anything I mean they had things yeah but I don't want to wear any of that she's right. like dude you're, you're going to be on a boat you're going to be on a cruise ship what do you care who are you nobody's trying? ever going to see you again she, that's what she said yeah. she said who are you trying to impress and I said well honey I'm trying to impress you and she said the most beautiful thing she ever said she goes are you a fucking idiot go back to the store and get some shorts it right. doesn't matter if they're just get whatever's comfortable I don't care yeah. but you can't walk around the boat for four days in jeans and yeah. swim trunks. You got right. it? I was fine. So I went back to the store and I grabbed the same... The pile was still there right where I left it. <laughs> I picked it up and I go... And, and I'm about to go pay for it. And all of a sudden I hear her voice in my head. You got to try it on. We don't, we're leaving in a week. We got a million things to do this week. We don't have time for, for your nonsense. Go. Tr- you have to try it on. This is it. She's say, in my head she's saying this. Right. So I went and tried it on. It's the size I've been wearing for a long time. Yeah. It doesn't fit anymore. That's awesome. I had to get a smaller size. That's great. Now I look like a slightly less obese retiree Sunday golfer. <laughs> cargo shorts at the knee, Tolan. Cargo shorts. So you, did, you went with at, cargo shorts. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. That's all they had. That's all they had. So with this, you know, anxiety about looking like an old man, like where are you going to start shopping at H&M now? You think? I, I think I am going to start buying my clothes <laughs> off the back cover of Parade magazine. You know the pants with the elastic? Yeah. I'm buying like 20 <laughs> pairs of those and the worst colors. And jeans like that too with elastic. Waist. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, I'm going to buy mom <laughs> jeans for, for old, like old man jeans. Now, speaking of clothes. That pooch out at the, at the, the groinal area there? Yeah. Oh, those are awesome. Speaking of clothes, do you always demand Jamie Jackson put the same color? <laughs> Uh, this yeah, yeah. The tablecloth, the tablecloth. What color? As your shirt. You know, it's funny because this color, 
there there's no name for this color. It doesn't exist. It's a in little nature. bit darker of a tint than your shirt, but it's still in the same uh, same. It's a, you know it, it is. If pretty, you look, if you went close. to Home Depot it's and looked close. at paint cards, it would be on the same paint. We card. have to get a picture of this before we leave tonight. <laughs> to, to that to, so I matched I, I matched the table. <laughs> I figured you, that this was part of your demands of being at Sam it, Ash. I, for it is broadcast. So for this premise. It is. Let so we're we're here. doing the podcast tonight at Sam Ash, and of course we need to thank Jamie here, and the, put it put it down there. There you go. Like that? There we need go. to thank Jamie Jackson and the whole gang here at Sam Ash and Castleton for letting us come in here and do the do the podcast tonight. Thank you so much. They're, they have a big, beautiful stage and lights, and it's it's really, really nice here. And the the, the, the beauty of it is we don't have to do anything. We didn't have it's to always mic. nice to walk we in. We didn't have to set up the band. We didn't have to do the electric. We didn't have to do anything. We just walked in. We set up our gear, um, and, and, and everything's just going to happen through the magic of Jamie Jackson. So thanks, thanks to him and the whole crew here at Sam Ash for letting us come in here. So when we do the show here, and we've done the show here in the past, and whenever we do the show here, they give us this really nice big folding table yeah. for our stuff and for us to do this. And they give us, and they put this tablecloth down. It's always like a nice silky. It's like, very, it's I mean, very this silky. Is what, what count is this? Like, like 1200? It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like sleeping in lotion. I know. It's nice. Yeah. It's like an 800 thread count, like tablecloth. And it's this really bizarre that color that ha- yeah. I can't identify. And just by happenstance, the shirt I'm wearing tonight, you'll see the picture on Facebook, the shirt I'm wearing tonight is literally like a shade off yeah. from this thing. Literally. Like a shade literally. off. Literally. Yeah. It's awesome. So so back to this cruise. Okay. So I'm taking this cruise, right? Yeah. I've never been on, I've never taken a cruise before. And I've you, never been on vacation before without the kids. This is going to be awesome. It, no, I'm totally, I'm really looking forward. It's going to be amazing. It's it, we're going to have a great time. I know we're going to have a great Except time. Except the process to get to the cruise. But it's the whole cluster of leaving the house. And the funny thing is, like right up to the moment we leave mm-hmm. to go to the airport, there's stuff happening that has to get done. Like our kid, oh, one of our kids has a competition, a team competition on Saturday that doesn't end until four o'clock. Yeah. And our plane leaves at seven thirty. So it's like right up to the moment where we're walking out the door. Right. Stuff is going on. Yeah. And then we're gonna get in our car, drive to the airport. Maybe get on a plane. We'll right? see. We'll see. Right. Fly to another airport. Maybe get on another plane. And hopefully, like, Your our layover is going to be on time. We've got right? a little bit of a layover. It's going to be on time. And then we're getting to the, 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 the boat is in Florida. And we have to fly to Florida because that's where the boat is. Right. And we don't get to Florida until, like, it's, like, a 14 o'clock in the morning. It's, like, some time <laughs> that doesn't even exist, right. like, in the space of time. It's, like, Doctor Who is going to be there. Floridian time. Right. It's not even, it's not the middle of the night. It's not the morning. It's, like, somewhere in between the middle of the night and the morning. Yeah. Whatever time that is. Like, three, blah, blah, blah. A.M. <laughs> and then we have to get We rented a car. We have to take a car, drive 20 minutes to a hotel. Yeah. Where we're going to get there at like flibbity gibbet in the morning, get up 20 minutes before we get there to go get the boat. Right? Okay. And then we get on the boat. Now, yeah. you've been on a cruise. I have been on a cruise. After. I am tense. And you, you and everybody else in town has noticed that I am tense the last couple of months. And sure. I need. I need like a full like psyche massage i don't need like somebody to mis- rub my shoulders for a couple minutes i need someone to like massage my brain sure like reach skull. in there and it's, like part right. my skull and like massage my brain i need to relax because i'm i'm pent up once you get on the boat you're gonna be like tell ah. me what happens when i get on the boat it's a do, big party do, do i you... get on the boat someone hands me like a mai tai and then i just yeah. sit in a beach chair for five days well you you get on board you go into this grand room that you see the staircases going up to the crew you know to like the, the room forest. on the titanic 
Yeah. With the big staircases? Yeah. Sweet. And then you hit an iceberg, and then it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so it, I'll it's bring like, my ice and everybody's singing and dancing. Like, the crew, the crew's uh, staff is in there welcoming you, and, uh-huh. you know, you go straight to the bar, get a drink, especially if you have a... Are a, you being serious right yeah. now? Is this what happens? Yeah. Okay. And then... Like, uh, what happens to my bags? Um, I think you... They just magically... Check, I think you check, uh, give it to the people... There's people that uh, take it to your room. Okay. Did, yeah. Are these people wearing uniforms or name tags, or do I just you give it You check your bag right before you get on. Do you I, can I, check your bag right before you get on the cruise. Give it to Jesus at the dock. And give, there are guys there that you can tip to make sure your luggage gets okay. to your room. Okay. Because they sent us lug- luggage tags. These yes. paper luggage yep, tags. Yep. Okay. Okay. So this so, is part of it. It's not a scam. <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> um, and then after maybe about an hour or two of doing that, then you need to go find your room assignment. Once you get to your room. Wait, hold, hold on a second. Just the welcoming part. I think it's like two hours, something like that. I mean, maybe an hour. And I'm not even at my room yet. Not even at your room. Oh, my God. Okay. Get a couple drinks in you. Go find your room. Mm-hmm. Then this first day, while the, after the boat docks or undocks or whatever you call leaves the dock. Uh-huh. And you're cruising at a low speed. The captain calls everybody to go find their designated emergency spot. Okay. So this is the spot, like, in case something would happen, you'd go and find your boats your emergency boats to leave the the big cruise ship this process is horrible the worst thing and ever. this process lasts three days like it's like two hours it's of just standing there listening to the captain making sure they can't release you until everybody on the boats accounted for so that shouldn't could they take do that wait a minute shouldn't they do that at the end of the cruise no they do it at the beginning in case something happens while you're on the on the cruise uh-huh. to okay to know where you're supposed to go and they want to make sure that everybody knows where to go in case the boat hits an iceberg. Yes, or in the, something, or okay. pirates take over the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not helping him. No, <laughs> no, no, this is this is all, no, it's funny because this is all fine because none of that stuff is going to happen, right? We're not going to hit an iceberg and pirates sure, are going to take yeah. over the ship. But my mother-in-law is asking questions like, what do they do if there's, like, do terrorists, like, attack cruise ships? And we're like, you know what, we hadn't thought of that until now. So I'm sitting, like, in my head, I'm, so. I'm trying to justify... I'm trying to come up with reasons why terrorists would never attack a cruise ship. I mean, Hold it's, on, let it's, me take it, my, check my terrorist cell network yeah, uh, app you, here. Yeah, check, <laughs> check with Ahmed. Sorry, that was racist. Um, check with Joey. Joey the terrorist from Brooklyn. Joey the terrorist. Um, so I'm not even worried about stuff like that. Right. What I am worried about now is this whole safety thing. Like, okay, again, I haven't had a vacation without my kids Ever. I think cruise ships are fair, really safe because you have to go through customs to get on I the agree. cruise ship. I agree. And from what I understand, they actually open the bags and check. Yes. Because they're looking yeah. for booze. Sure. Like if I get on Which a you pl- can take you can take one bottle on or something. You can't take one yeah, bottle on each, like but we're not going to do that either because the airline is just going to break it. True. So we're just, we bought the drinks package. We're good. Yeah. So I'm not even worried about it because I understand it's, it's almost impossible to get contraband onto a cruise ship. It's yeah. really easy to get contraband on an airplane. But not on tell us cr- how. Cruise well, that's that's all in my new book. It's coming out. Stuff um, it up your ass. <laughs> exactly, exactly. By Joey the terrorist. Um, so I'm not even worried about stuff like that. But what I am worried about is like, at what point on this cruise do I start to relax? And is that point ten minutes before we get back to Florida? I think it's probably going to be the second morning. Is it I the think first the, the day? first day you kind of figure out. You walk around the cruise ship, figure out where things are at. You look at the itinerary, you know, see, my, not the itinerary, I, but like I, what's going on. What's going on, the, but yeah. I, ha- I have my own itinerary. 
just to not do anything. Not right? do and shit. It's to eat, sleep. Eat all the food. It's to sleep, eat, drink, and a couple of other things. But I, there is no. I'm not doing like no. I'm not playing shuffleboard, and I'm. I never did play shuffleboard. I'm not. I'm not going to the uh, to the improv comedy. You're show. not. Are you gonna go down the water slide and with your hands in the air and? Do I have to like? Do it. Will they push me? No, no. Then no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be fine after uh, after the the first day after you sleep and get up the next morning. I think you'll you'll be relaxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to. It's going to hit you that shit. I'm on the mi- in the middle of the ocean uh, on a boat. I'm actually looking. I'm really and looking forward. I can't to that. do anything. I can't do anything. I right. love boats and I love the ocean. I just don't like being in the ocean. Right. I'm the but same way. I love boats. I love that feeling. Like I don't get I don't get seasick or anything like that. And I'm really looking forward to the ship. Part, to being on the ship and being on the ocean and sitting on our balcony. We got a room with the balcony, sitting on the balcony and just looking out at the sunset or the sunrise or the moon, something, anything. Take Dramamine with you. Should I? Yeah, you should. They just don't, in case. They don't sell it on the ship? They, sh- they would. It's <laughs> like $50 a yeah, hit, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 No, the first one's free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go see go see Isaac, your bartender. They have these patches, too. I maybe get the patches. Oh, I'll get a patch. <laughs> Put it right on my junk. All right. So do it in the radio. Thank you for talking me through that process. It sounds hopefully it helped. It, I don't it know. sounds freaking horrible. Um, <laughs> this is do it in the radio hour. I'd never go on another one. No, just yes, kidding. you would. Just you liar. <laughs> uh, so tonight on the uh, the big uh, do it in the radio hour podcast. Um, again, uh, this, is our, this is our last uh, one of these for eight eight weeks. Uh, it's a really really good show. Tonight we have a, a live performance on the big Sam Ash stage. Uh, the fabulous coastal. Coastal is on the show tonight, and we're Coastal. very, very psyched that they're going to be on. And we, we thank them in advance uh, for, for doing the, the, the show tonight. Uh, if that's not enough, we, we have a bunch of music for you tonight. Yeah. Right, that's a show. We have more show. Uh, joining us at the interview desk in just a little bit, uh, these two guys, both named Tony, so easy. Tony. Tony. Um, Tony and Tony are partners in this video venture called Failed Horror Show 4D. It's really hard to explain the videos that they make. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll let them walk us through it. But um, while you're uh, listening to the podcast here, you could also uh, dial up Failed Horror Show 4D. They have a YouTube. They have the, like their own YouTube channel. Did you know you could do that? No, I never you heard of that. You have your own YouTube channel now, apparently. Everybody gets a channel. Yeah. Everybody has we, one. We have one. We do have one. <laughs> Maybe we could sell it. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, they make these really cool kind of semi-subversive but kid-friendly uh semi horror videos and they're and then they do some of these other really funny videos and one of them is a puppeteer and that they have a great sense of humor and they're really really nice guys and um you may be asking how did you come across these guys well i met them at laser tag <laughs> <laughs> i literally met them at laser tag yeah uh, no, that's what tra- you did after you bought your sh- cargo shorts from Kohl's, right i went to laser tag yeah. yes and i challenged all the young whippersnappers to did laser you buy tag. cargo shorts because they Yo. got more pockets for lasers I, can i tell you these cargo short shorts i bought are all it's all pockets there isn't even a zipper <laughs> it's made out of pockets pockets it, it on, is yeah there isn't even a zipper for for me to you know do my business so it's just a it's pocket, just a pocket. <laughs> it's all pockets it's there's like 47 pockets like That's there's a awesome. pocket for your cell phone there's a pocket for your other cell phone there's like it's ridiculous Pocket Never for seen a penny, so pocket for another penny. Exactly. Like, yeah. And they, like I said, they only come down to like right above your knee. Right. So I, I, it's impossible to not look like a dork in these. Well, sh- take lot, lots of pictures of uh, sh- you on my the cruise. knees. <laughs> <laughs> of your pockets. Yeah. I'm thinking I may just buy like some sweatpants and just cut them down. <laughs> just cut them real short, though. Oh, super short. 
like thong. Like your wife said, like you're never going to see these people again. <laughs> exactly. So. I don't care. I don't, like you can literally kiss my butt right now. <laughs> All right. We got to get to some music. And then uh, Tony and Tony from Field Horror Show 4D are going to be here. And later on in the broadcast, in the show, the podcast, the broadcast. Uh, isn't that cute? Uh, Coastal is going to perform for you. Coastal, we're very happy to have him here. I am uh, MP Cavalier. And my name is Scott Tolan. And we, <laughs> we got some music for you on the uh, Radio Hour podcast. We'll give you some rooms, some Viseria, and uh, hey, you know, my new favorite band, Flying Underground from Cincinnati. I'm going to keep playing them until they do a show here. Nice. Yeah, for the next eight weeks, that's all I'm going to do. Oh, well, not on mind. there. All right. Hey, let's do it in the Radio Hour rooms. You can go ahead and click, but I don't recommend it.
people are going to start to think that that band is slipping me payola. I, we play them a lot. Yeah. I love that. It's a good sound. I That's love that solid. song. I was just talking to our <clears throat> good friend Jamie Jackson, who, by the way, runs this entire establishment single-handedly with no help. With his pinky. With Exactly. He doesn't even lift the pinky. He right. has someone come in and do he's that got, for He's him. got people for that. Yeah. And so I was talking to Jamie about this band Flying Underground from, from Cincinnati that we stumbled across totally by accident. And there's just something about... You know, you come across a song or a band where everything falls into place. Yeah. The singer sounds perfect. The hook is there. Everything's produced. It's just the whole package. Right. And like this perfect little three and a half minute song. And that's that band. And I can't shake. I'm waiting for like the next, my next obsession. Yeah. This one's lasting a long time. And I feel like th- that song should have been like on Gilmore Girls or something. It has that kind of like. That's why you like it. I maybe think. that's why, because I'm <laughs> such, I'm such a, I'm like such a fanatical Gilmore Girls fan. <laughs> well, you know, like one of those WB shows or whatever it's called. Yeah. You know, now the Gilmore stuff. Girls, that's the show where the two ladies don't stop talking, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, what I we were gonna I call. No the, we were gonna call this show the Gilmore Girls originally. <laughs> right. This, the the early years. Yeah. Yeah. The the testosterone years. I'm so excited I found a replacement for Downton Abbey. Oh, I thought you were going to say you found a replacement for me. <laughs> Damn yes. it. Maybe next time. We'll, we'll talk about that. What's here. your replacement for Downton Abbey? It's called The Paradise. Or, uh, the Paradise. It's a, it's, a, it's a PBS or BBC show. It's, uh-huh. it's, about, uh, it's set in like the late 1800s, and it's about a department store. The f- one of the first department stores ever to be in, in England. Br- in England? Yeah. It's called The Paradise. It's, I think it's, it's Paradise. It's not something Mr. with a P. It's not Mr. Uh, Mr. Knobworth's, because uh, it was another show that Knobworth's. was on after Downton that took place in a department store. No, no. But it was called Mr. Something. The Paradise. Huh? I think it's called The Paradise. All right, yeah, I'll check it out. out. Hey, uh, you know what? We have a couple of really cool guests hanging out with us right now. And yeah, we'll, we'll get to them. Downton we'll Abbey. get together oh, to them in just an hour. But first... <laughs> Let's talk about this thing that's going on in the back of my neck because is it's that like a goiter? It's not going away. <laughs> <laughs> it started talking to me the other day. Is it pain little, in your neck? A little is freaked out. Oh, it's been canon. speaking speaking been of canon. pain in my neck. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is now. He's no, I can't. He's been really, really amazing to me. Oh, he always week. is. Yeah, but I love him to death. But yeah, he's a pain in my ass. <laughs> so, in your travels through the internet of things and i'm going to start calling it the internet of things now no I, don't, I, don't I, call that because it, it, there's really called there's i know I, okay I, I heard it on npr <laughs> today and i was like wow that's really really cool you never heard about that before i never heard it called the internet of things before ah okay but i like that okay so there's the internet and there's the internet and then there's things, the yeah. internet of things yes all right now if you're ever in that in-between zone the internet of weird things there's a lot of weird stuff out there yes but some of it's really cool so I was at laser tag about two months ago. My That's kid, all, how all good conversations start. This is how great things start. <laughs> well, no, there's two ways. One is I was at laser tag two months ago. Yeah. The other one is my wife has an inner ear infection. <laughs> That's from Seinfeld. <laughs> try it. Uh, try it. My wife has an inner ear infection. It's a great way to start a conversation. <laughs> so I'm at laser tag with my seven-year-old. And uh, we were at a birthday party for a bunch of other, uh, another seven-year-olds. There's a bunch of seven-year-olds there. And I'm sitting with the adults because seven-year-olds are freaking boring immature boring <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Blah, 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 blah. what else you got so i was talking <laughs> to one of the dads and we start talking and he starts telling me about this really cool weird thing he does he's like hey let me tell you about this weird thing i do with video i'm like whoa <laughs> back up cha-cha 
Uh, but this thing is called the Failed Horror Show. This this is pretty much it. This is how we do this. It's called the Failed Horror Show 4D. I can almost guarantee you that you've kind of come across it and you were like, what the hell is going on? What, what That's am I it. Watching? Yeah. What am I watching? That's it. Anytime you find But I can't stop watching. Yeah. Right, but I can't stop. So Failed Horror Show uh, 4D is the brainchild of uh, two gentlemen who are conveniently for me, because I'm really bad with names, both named Tony. Tony, right. And they're sitting here <laughs> That's right now. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks, thanks so much for having, for having us. Oh, uh, you're very welcome. These are really cheap mics, and they work really well if you turn them on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that one's you go. okay. There you go. Um, Tony and Tony are here. Now, the first thing, we, we have to try, You there's like these videos, you try to describe them to people, and they look at you kind of like you're looking at yeah. me right now. <laughs> We've done our job. Like, so, wait, <laughs> so wait, there's like a puppet, and there's a guy in white face, and I don't know what's going on, but I got to go. Tell us about the genesis of Failed Horror Show 4D. What is it? Why is it? And how is it? Well, I guess... Now, this is Tony, right? Yeah, this is okay. Tony. I'm the Tony, and then that's, that's the okay. Tony. So, uh, I guess it kind of started, we were... I'm super into, like, old vintage horror shows, like Sammy Terry. I'm sure you guys yeah. are familiar with Sammy Terry. Oh, yeah. um, just kind of those shows where they show, like, a really cheese ball movie late at night theatrical you know, yeah like yeah. gargoyles from the 1970s something right. like that i was always obsessed with that kind of stuff when i was a kid and um i had worked with tony and had no idea that he was also super into the same kind of thing and uh we kind of got to talking got interested in doing something creative and uh the gen that was sort of the genesis of uh failed horror show 40 is we created this uh, almost like this world and it's actually in my basement so uh, we built this entire set in my basement yeah. and um, and it's kid friendly and it's yeah, you like to think of it. Are you sensing a theme? Because what were we talking about last week? With Chad Lair was on last week. Oh, Uncle Touchy's naked puzzle basement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're not that. Not, not, not like that kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, no okay. kids are involved in this. No children are yeah, being no, no, harmed no. in the making of these videos. No, we're no, both. Uh, no, okay. It's, uh, we like to think just of it two as grown men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one in white face and one with a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> so what the first video that you did, what what was it? Uh, oh, you know, the what very was the first one we did was uh, ripping on Oprah's I Love Bread. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Is that yeah. a thing? She did like this uh, <laughs> Nutrisystem thing where yeah. she talks about how much she loves bread. Yeah. And so we just kind of altered it. The uh, puppet is actually like a vampire. We call him uh, Rodney Horror thing. Yeah, Rodney Q Horror thing. Tony Q, you're a puppeteer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how I trade. found out. Okay, yeah, right, okay. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we did a play on that, and it was we, we changed it around and made it I Love Blood. Okay. And okay. so he, did, he does, it's just a parody video of the Oprah video, and we just... Switched Oprah out for a vampire puppet. How long have you guys been doing these these videos? Well, we uh, have been discussing it for years, but it really only took off last about a year ago. I'd yeah, say about, about last February, um, last March, before we kind of had to tweak it enough that it was internet friendly and kid friendly, and still appealed to adults as well too. So right. yeah, I guess the reason we have it kid friendly is we're both dads, so sure. we both have kids and. Mm -hmm. My kids run in and out occasionally, or you know, they'll come downstairs to see what Dad's doing. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> and it kind of becomes apparent to you when you're a parent and you're there's nothing that you want to watch with your kid. It's almost all pretty awful. Yeah. So that's kind of where this came from as well too, where we're like, well, why can't we just make something 
that kids want to watch and adults want to watch. Right. I was, why is that such a hard See, hard now I'm strike? starting to think that maybe maybe there is something wrong with me because, like, the, <laughs> the, the shows that my kids watch, like, because I, I have three. So one, obviously, is the same age as yours because they go to school together. I have a, Laser tag. I have, I have an almost eight-year-old and an almost six-year-old. And the shows that they watch, I would rather watch those shows than pretty much anything <laughs> else on TV. Like Amazing World of Gumball. Oh, I think it's awesome. I, I yeah, think Gumball yeah. may be, be my... I think yeah. it should be... I think it actually is my favorite TV show <laughs> right now. I, I yeah. will watch that obsessively, thank God, because yeah. I have two kids who are the same. <laughs> so it's my excuse. But... You're, I mean, you're, you're, you you went down this path where, like, most of it is crap. And uh-huh. it's it's made by... Especially like, on YouTube, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. to me, the worst thing about most children's programming right now is that it's put, it's made by educators, so you know it's going to be bad. Yeah, it just reeks of focus group. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, or they do decide to go down that edgier, darker avenue, and they push it a little too far. And yeah. you're like, oh, well, now I just can't show my kid that. Right, like, right. So we're trying to strike that balance where we're like... It's evil enough for your demonic inner child, yeah. But never unsafe for an actual. So, kid, so like, so. Well, I, I mean, I, like I said, I know it's very hard to, to describe <laughs> video. You know, it's 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 yeah. It's like describing video. It's like there's no, there's, there is no metaphor. <laughs> it's yeah. difficult to do. So try to walk us through like a typical uh, failed horror show 4D. Video. Okay, so the whole thing takes place in what we've decided is sort of like, it's almost like a hell or. Um, kind of like where videos go to die, videos okay. that are on the internet. So the the set is super colorful, but it's also a little dark. So we have our employee of the month is like Frankenstein. There's just the weird stuff on the wall. Yeah, right, right. Lots of pop culture references put in there. It's a, it's a little bit of a ripoff of Peavy's Playhouse in terms of uh, you know just the weird ephemera stuff mm-hmm. that kind of shows up, and we've just kind of darkened it a bit, and. Brad is kind of a, a man-child, which is who I play, and he's just kind of a washed-up goth guy, mm-hmm. and he works with a puppet yeah, who's who happens Rodney, to be yeah. Rodney Hugh Horror thing. Yeah. Now, just in, so just let me just paint a little bit more of a vivid picture now, and you, I could be completely wrong about this, but I watched a bunch of these, and Great. just to give you an idea of how much disdain you have for your character, <laughs> he's in whiteface. Right. And... I'm like watching you play this character, and I'm like, if this guy actually existed, the actor playing him, you would yeah, punch yeah. that guy in the face. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he started out as a failed goth, essentially, just kind of jumped on that. As a little soon too as I late. saw you come on screen as him, <laughs> yeah. I knew right away that you hated. him. Yeah, he's pretty pathetic. <laughs> he's a pathetic guy, honestly. Yeah. So is each so. episode uh, always mocking something pop culture, or you kind of mentioned that in the first first episode? Yeah, we um, with the episodes themselves, they actually revolve around a lot uh, around a lot about what whether they're what's happening is real or not. Okay, um, that is like I'd say maybe nine out of ten episodes that we have, they're struggling with the nature of reality. Hmm. Um, the so things, the, the things around me was the one. That's the most recent one I watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an episode yeah. called "The out. Things Around Me," and it, it's, Brad is the character's name. Right. And he's sitting down with the puppet, whose mm-hmm. name is Rodney. Rodney, and he's telling Rodney that he's scared of the things around him, and Rodney is trying to get his puppet head around this concept. <laughs> and no matter what he says, Brad keeps saying, "No, man." It's the things around me, <laughs> and it just keeps going. It just keeps going on. Now, is that the one with the with the random? face pattern that is yeah, yeah, yeah Rodney they, was oh actually the one who God, tries so to tap into that and then funny. yeah yeah and then brad ends up uh just 
turning it upside down, not getting it like usual. So Yeah, and in the process of not getting it, I kind of felt like I had been hanging out with these two guys who one of them I just met literally 20 minutes ago. I'm watching this video and I'm like, these guys get out of my head. Because they went into this whole thing about how you can see faces in random patterns. Uh-huh. And this is a big thing for me. Yeah, okay. I, think, like, I think there's a term for that. I think it's like pareidolia or something like that. Schizophrenia. Yeah, yeah. There's an actual word. I thought it was paranoia. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Where you yeah. see the Virgin Mary in toast or something like oh, okay. that. Yeah. I've heard it referred to as criminal psychosis. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, that's what they've been telling me for years. Um so Brad and Rodney are the two main kind of focal characters of this. And it's yeah. basically, it literally is two guys sitting at kind of like a desk, sort of. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the first time I saw it, when it started, I said, oh, it's like an interview show. Like the puppet's going to interview the, 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 the goth guy. But that's not what happens at all. No. no. And it's really hard to like put your... It's really hard to put your finger on what the relationship between these two characters yeah, is. Yeah, you kind of have to... Watch a few to get the hang of it. I think uh, Rodney's kind of a, a bit of a bully. Yep. Uh, for the goth guy, for me, Brad. Yeah, he's a, a an inner demon personified, basically. So is he really there, or is he a figment of Brad's imagination? Well, we like Brad's to leave it nice and ambiguous. Yeah, these we are, don't like to over-explain it. Right. Uh, and let's remind <laughs> let's remind our listeners again that these are kid-friendly videos. <laughs> yeah. But you might have to have like some really deep philosophical there conversations you with yeah, your kids nice. after. Why was the man wearing white face? <laughs> That's, yeah. Why does the pup Why does the puppet hate him? Yep. <laughs> is there a certain pattern or rhythm to each? You know, episode or does it does it? Vary? Yeah, it usually has to do with Brad uh, um, having some harebrained scheme, or yeah, and Rodney having to kind of walk him down, or he, you know, he, sometimes he'll uh, he'll see how far he can push Brad, essentially, okay. just to kind of get a kick out of yeah. it. Yeah, sure. Have you guys yeah. considered doing longer form stuff? I was going to ask you what what's the average time frame of well, a couple of. We minutes, actually started out that way um, when we started filming them. We were under the impression that the longer we pushed the length of the videos that the better it would be for us somehow and so we were like aiming for 15 20 minute long videos mm-hmm. before we realized that wait a minute if we really want to kind of get them shared online you know that's probably not the best way to go as fun as it is to write episodes that long we're kind of we kind of shoot for you know maybe between a couple minutes yeah yeah also minute 20, and a half. 20 minute videos those upload times man oh my god <laughs> you're staring at that no, beach good. ball going around just spinning <laughs> and spinning it never stops it's yeah. like uploading a two-hour podcast yeah. <laughs> so what what's the ultimate like you guys are doing these short uh, episodes now with the, i mean you mentioned the 20 minute episodes <laughs> what's the ultimate goal do you think you, you think you'd like to promo do these short episodes to promo something larger in the yeah, I mean, we're going to actually start um, expanding and adding a musical element to it, which is kind of cool. why we were excited to come here. We're yeah. That's start so funny bringing because we're a music show and we're thinking about adding a video. Uh, we're adding right, a puppet. Right. We're Let's thinking about adding a puppet. <laughs> Let's just all run away together. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so great. we're going to do kind of that of kind us. of thing. We're going to do more man-on-the-street stuff with these two characters and mm-hmm. yeah. go downtown and mess with people. Cool. Yeah. So In the meantime, we've been working with our heads down just trying to get the content honed a little more mm-hmm. but yeah we're looking to branch out a little bit this year so. right so is it going to be is it going to continue to focus on these two characters that you guys have <laughs> they're always created? going to be somehow in the middle of this right. sweet hell right but yeah we are going to branch out and have a couple more characters hopefully i mean any mm-hmm. of our friends who want to put some makeup on and uh <laughs> take directions so 
Not for video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still photos, maybe. Still fo- <laughs> but it was just yeah. like finding out that, you know, each other had a, a horror leaning. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just have that leaning towards the dark or the macabre that they're like, okay, they like to keep it just there. Yeah. So, like yeah. what, we're I relatively all, well, we're all relatively the same generation, I think. I don't I know. So I, I don't know anymore. I I, I, I don't know. I've dressed. I dress like I'm, a retiree. I'm way younger than you. You are. I dress. You are way younger than me. I, I I found out some really just horrible stuff about myself yesterday. Just trying to buy clothes. That I I'm old now. I'm an old retiree Sunday who needs his pockets. Golfer who needs pockets. When I was a boy. We didn't have pockets. <laughs> did they throw you out of Express? At yes, the mall? I did. I got thrown out of. Oh my God! There's this creepy old guy trying What's to buy cargo guy shorts. What's this guy doing here? Oh my God! Oh Doesn't he know shirts. those are women's cargo shorts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they fit. They hug my. I was going to say you look really good in those capris. Wrinkly ass. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> but I just buy really short pants. <laughs> um, I'm not that tall. I wanted to know, like, what the horror element of mm-hmm. like. Uh, not of these videos, but of you, like where you guys are coming from, like on because it's the the genre is just so it's such a broad spectrum now. Right. Yeah. Are you guys coming from that like Chiller Theater, Sammy Terry, oh, right. you know, the, just these shitty movies yeah, that they used to I mean, show I on love TV? Seventies yeah. and eighties yeah. slasher films. Oh, it was terrible, kind of wasn't stuff. it? Yeah. yeah, and the horror host thing as well too. Um, back where I'm from, they had this show called uh, the Hilarious House of Frightenstein. Which, I mean, in certain circles is, like, well-revered. It's mm-hmm. just so fun and vaudevillian and slapstick. Mm-hmm. And it had to do with horror tropes as well, too. But this was late 60s, early 70s. So it's not uncommon to do stuff with, like, horror tropes nowadays. You like to have the Frankenstein werewolf uh, uh, mummy characters. Right, right. Um, so, I mean, we try not to do that too, too much. I mean, it you know, it's played a bit. Um, and we don't focus on it a whole lot. We'll... We like to throw in a whole bunch of different aspects as well, too. Right, right. Um, they, you know, like sci-fi horror stuff or old creepy puppet stuff. Like, that's great. Um, it's funny to talk to you guys at this stage of things because it, it's kind of still kind of in its... Not in, in its infancy, but it's in its kind of <laughs> yeah. toddlerhood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's funny to hear this conversation because, like, this is the kind of thing where, you like, 10 years from now... Like people are lining up to go to the failed horror show 4D movie, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's where I was going with that kind of, that question. Yeah, that, it's like yeah. one of those things where yeah, these guys started out doing like these two minute videos in this guy's basement, right. yeah, and now it's like it's blowing up and it's a big thing. But it seems to be that you're kind of locking into that yeah. kind of thing and yeah. going down that road, trying to get our footing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can well, first of all, tell us. So you're now looking at doing longer form stuff and expanding, expanding the the 4HS 4D world. I'm calling it the 4HS world now. Okay, um, and you're looking to expand. Sounds like a disease. <laughs> yeah, 4HS. I know. It's freaking painful. It's it's painful. It's hot and cold. It's frightening. At the, it's frightening. frightening to it's get painful it. and frightening. Put and some it's ointment on that. Hot and cold at the same time, and I'm coughing, and yet I'm not coughing. I can't call it. Um, you're expanding this world a little bit, but t- <laughs> tell people where. First of all, tell people where they can see these these videos. You guys have your own. You have your own channel, right? We do. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You, you can find us on YouTube if you go to Failed Horror Show dot or Failed Horror Show 4D. Mm-hmm. Um, just search that or FHS 4D. Uh, it'll show up both ways. We have like a hundred videos online now. Awesome. Um, so we have mm-hmm. quite a bit of stuff. We'll yeah. definitely pop up, or you can find us on. 
Twitter and Facebook and um, if you do a search for FHS four D on Twitter, is it Brad tweeting? Because that would be pretty <laughs> it's <laughs> pretty depressing, maybe. Yeah, it is. It's kind of both of us. Uh, yeah, kind of jump in, but uh, it's lots of just horror content and. Mm-hmm really short form stuff we post all the videos on there yeah so i do social media during the day so that's my job so i okay i, I put lots of content out so you'll definitely be uh Wait, this inundated ha- have, with you, weird have stuff. you been told that's not a real job anymore i'm from that world too. Oh, okay. <laughs> i just on the way over here tonight on npr they were interviewing someone from um from wnyc in new york and they're running a uh a project called like project paradox or something like that and they're trying to get people out of bad social media habits like to to uh protect their online security and one of the things that this woman said is that their research shows that people are fleeing the social media industry like wildfire <laughs> oh my god oh, like, well don't tell my boss that. i won't no 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 i won't, I won't. I won't. He, he like everyone else will never hear this <laughs> right. yeah exactly no, nobody listens to this um, so <laughs> FHS4D Orfeld Horror Show 4D.com. Yeah, you can go see these videos. Yep. They've, they've got about a hundred of them out there. And what's next? Do you guys just well, get together every Saturday and just talk through what's going to happen and then film it? Is that pretty much the way it goes? Yeah, that's yeah. basically that's, that's the how idea. This, that's how this works too. Yeah, we both have our strengths that we play into. Tony um, was a, is a stand-up comedian. Tony's a stand-up comedian. That's how I got my start. And <laughs> Tony here, yeah, I mean, I've, I've written a comic uh, called Boofin' Anew on Tumblr. It was daily for about three years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of where I honed my writing chops. Right. So we both bring something to the table, um, and we both kind of play into our own strengths. And, I mean, you know, we have that professional courtesy. We don't really step on each other's right. toes, but we're not afraid to either. Right. Sure. So. We could learn a tour yeah. thing from them. <laughs> <laughs> a thing or two from them. Sorry. You did stand-up? Yeah. Do you still do stand-up? Uh, occasionally. I haven't done it for a little while because I've been doing this stuff. But Let me ask you a question. Sure. Is there anything... Is there any comedy left on the planet? Have like we Anything exa- that hasn't been done? No. Is there anything funny? Uh, right now, I'm thinking it's... Uh, it's tough to find some some comedy. If, if, if I had a choice right now, tune some, into their show and you'll find I out. I'll find out. If someone <laughs> told me right now, you got two choices in life: you could either go do stand-up comedy, or cut off your own head and fry it in garlic. <laughs> it's tough. There's Salté a lot up. of local Give me the knife. <laughs> fire up the cast iron, baby, because yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. Kudos uh, to the guys that can, though, I, and, and oh, girls. Yeah. I, I don't even. What do they even talk about in comedy clubs anymore? Like, what's like, well, are they still yeah, doing? I mean, are they still doing this? What's the deal? Oh, yeah. Is it still what's the deal with the black T-shirt against the brick wall and the small jacket? Right. Dogs and cats—they're eating airline peanuts and they won't stop. Is it still like those guys still? get eaten alive now? Do they really? Yeah, I really they're not funny they anymore. Yeah, I think it's tough. I think there's just so much competition. Bill Hicks was like the last comedian oh, I thought yeah. was funny. Right, and then he had the last laugh and dropped dead. So. <laughs> right. Mitch Hedberg, I kind of Mitch I, Hedberg yeah. was really really funny too. Yeah. yeah, you guys, I've seen Mitch Hedberg on your. Yeah, he uh, recently it would have been his 49th birthday yeah. a few days ago. That's yeah, right. yeah, he was really really funny, um, and and I think Pat Oswald was funny. I think that's safe to say. But then then he kind of going mainstream. He got famous, yeah. and now he now he's talking about airline peanuts, <laughs> but now he's a little fat guy <laughs> instead of a tall thin guy. So. Yeah. Um, well. We wish you guys the best of luck, and we we actually we need to talk about other stuff, but off air. But we want to. I want to sure. get like us involved in. Something. We should do something together. Yeah, I think that would be kind of interesting. Good. Yeah, because you know we're taking this sabbatical, 
And one of the reasons that we're taking the sabbatical, other than w- he we're and tired I, of each other, he and I need <laughs> you got to get away from each other. He's kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> he and I need a break from this. Yeah, oh, we've yeah. been doing this a long time. We are tired. We love these people. These, this is our family. Like Jamie over here, these guys, these guys on the stage. This is like our family. This music scene. But every family needs to go their separate a vacation. Right, right. We need a vacation. <laughs> so we're taking this sabbatical, and one of the things that we had talked about doing was introducing a video component into the podcast because we have a little bit of freedom now to do stuff because we're not live right. anymore. Mm-hmm. And I want we want I want we should we should like do something. We should have like a dinner or something and talk about about stuff. Maybe that sounds like a Saturday, good Saturday maybe, coffee. Or maybe you know. maybe um, maybe Brad and Rodney can host the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing, but I kind of I'm liking this. <laughs> they're really funny. Ca- they're really funny characters. They're really, gonna, really uh, funny yeah. Characters. I like their Facebook page. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really funny. Ca- just like the much. way that yeah. Rodney talks to Brad, kind of the way you talk to me. You're <laughs> <laughs> so mean to me. <laughs> he has really to be. He Is it condescending be. because I've been working on with my therapist on that? So <laughs> wait, are you working with your therapist to be less condescending? Yeah. It's oh just God, no, no. <laughs> that's why. That's one of the reasons I love you so much. If you're not condescending, then why we're both gonna to be like this, you know? No, stop, stop. Be condescending. Be better than everybody. I need this in my life. I need this in my life. Guys, thank you so much. Tony and Tony, thank you. Failed thank Horror you. Show 4D. They're on Facebook. Uh, they they have a website, 4HS4D or Failed Horror Show 4D. You can find them both. Dot com. Watch these videos. Just keep watching. They're really, really funny. And about the third video in, it kicks in. Like your brain, like... Gets into it, yeah. yeah. and you're like, oh, I get it now. It's really, really good, and it works on good. so many levels, and they're really, really Thank funny. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much, Thanks Tony and Tony it. from Thank 4HS you. 4D. This is Do It Indie Radio <laughs> podcast. That was a really, that good. was a really good interview. That was. Do you think that they had fun? Are they still, are they still looking? Are they still here? Are they still looking? I'm glad we recorded that before. before. Look away, look away. <laughs> uh, in just a few minutes, the amazing Coastal is going to take the Sam Ash stage. Is it the Sam Ash stage? We're at Sam Ash, yes. so I'm assuming it's Sam, Sam Ash. Ash. Yeah. Right stage. They will take the Sam Ash stage. They Let haven't you, named it after Jamie. Jamie yet. So n- we just did. No, oh. no, we just did. It's the Jamie Jackson stage. Jam Sam Ash. The, the Jam stage. <laughs> the Jam Jack Jamskin stage. <laughs> I'll, we'll figure it out during Jack this, Jam during this music break. Um, Coastal <laughs> is going to play. You are going to love them, and they are going to join us for a chat. Now, have you looked at the first Friday schedule this week? For this? I know I have not. Insane. Lots going on. There's like 47 shows going on, and I'm going to miss every single one of them. (laughs) Again. Good for you. It's like my third first Friday in a row. It's like, "Ah, I got to get on a boat with the wife tomorrow. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) We'll play Mahjong later. All right. Let's get to some music. Uh, On March 11th, right? (laughs) On March 11th, uh, this young lady is going to be releasing her first EP, which is called Middle Distance. The release show is March 11th. At, at off the top of my head, Tolan, I'm remembering things again. Whoa! It's March 11th at Square Cat Vinyl, which is a nice. record store in Fountain Square, it right is. in Virginia. It's owned by our friend Mike Angel, absolutely, and his friend Patrick. Get and a coffee or a beer, some or other record. Guy. Coffee, beer, food, record, Records. record. Yeah. They have live music. We've done the show yeah. there, and it's a really, really cool spot. And uh, Danny Al Mar will be releasing the Middle Distance EP. Uh, on March 11th with a awesome. show at Square Cat Vinyl. And we'll give you a track off that right now. East Washington. This is a song about Irvington. Oh, nice. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's, it's our friend, you know, Danny Schaust. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What okay. was she before Schaust? Um, Danny, Danny Mick. Danny something. 
I can't remember. Yeah, what was, that's what was her, it. Was just was like two name? months ago. I know she just got married. <laughs> she got married the night of our third anniversary. It was, show. yeah, yeah. So it's Jerk. Danny Almar, East Washington, <laughs> from the She'll Never Talk to Us Again. In the middle distance, EP to Do It Indie Radio, our podcast, nine o'clock. Down the road. Danny Almar and East Washington. McFerrin is Danny McFerrin. Yes. Thank you yes. so much. How, I, that's so weird how you, that stuff just goes out of your head. But I remember Well, that we just don't think of her now as We don't McFerrin. think of her as Danny McFerrin. She's got too many names. She's <laughs> Danny Almar. She's Danny McFerrin. She's we Danny Schaus. We tried to tell her to have him take her Pick name. Pick a name and stick with it. What is going on with all the names? I, You're on a kick tonight, dude. You know, I started it. You know how it is. I started it yesterday, and now I can't get out of it. What was I'm, the one that uh, you were doing for the longest time? Stewie. Stewie. Yeah. <laughs> Stewie, I, I, won't, I won't do Stewie anymore because I, I can't come out of that. Seinfeld, I can come out of eventually, but- I actually really like doing that voice. Right. Um, 
so yeah so middle distance comes out on march 11th go see her play at the square cat vinyl there she's uh, amazing really, so she's yeah. really amazing and and she's a super like nice person yeah like, that's she's rare totally approachable <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? In this, in today's world, uh, but she's a very, very uh, sweet person. She's a very nice person, and uh, her her husband Will is. Uh, I think I might have a man crush on him. <laughs> He's a very nice <laughs> He's guy. Such a good he dude. He sang on uh, uh, Hallelujah. He did sing on Hallelujah on yeah. our show. Yeah, they're just very nice people, and 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 um, uh, they're married now. So good for them. Uh, this is the Doing Indie Radio Hour. Yeah, good for you. Doing Indie Radio Hour podcast. Abandon all hope. MP and Tolan on. Uh, the final Monday night hey, yo. for a while. And uh, by the way, let me just tell let me just tell you, man, I really appreciate how everybody's been asking me, you guys coming back, right? I know. Yeah, I it's n- met, it's met very Tim sweet. Uh, yeah, Saturday yeah. or Sunday for coffee. And Tim McLaughlin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, this is going to be still be a thing, right? And I'm like, it's, I don't know. Jamie uh, Jamie Jackson asked me earlier the same thing, and it's it's come up a lot. Yeah. Where I'm almost at the point where everybody's just kind of are they just being night like do they really care that we come are they back? really saying you shouldn't you come shouldn't back. come back exactly because <laughs> you know how my brain works like okay right. if 10 people ask then we'll come back yeah if 20 people ask it's like you're not coming back are you <laughs> it's like you're not coming over for sunday brunch are you because you know uncle bing bong is going to be there you guys don't get along uh, bing bong. yeah he's a trump supporter all right uh <laughs> yes i think we are coming back on may 1st because we have a band booked, so we have to come back, and then we have bands booked for the the whole month of May. The so month of that May was is my, done. That was <laughs> that was my clue that we Oops. were coming back. <laughs> right when I messaged you and said, "Okay, May is booked, so we got to come back." For I May. said, "Oh, we have four great bands booked for May, so we got to do those yeah. four shows." It's going to be a good then, month. Then we'll see what happens with June. <laughs> <laughs> do it, Indie Radio Hour podcast. We are at Sam Ash, and. Um, we are very, very, very happy to have this band on the program tonight, playing on the big, shiny, Jamie very, Jackson. very fragile Sam Ash stage. So not too much stomping up there. You might want to stay relatively still. Yes. <laughs> uh, please welcome our very... We've, we play their music on the, uh, uh, on the all podcast the at all times. On the cast. Uh, please welcome our good friends, our new friends, actually, some of them. Uh, one of them has been to my house for dinner, but not the one you think. Uh, this is Coastal Gents. It died. It died. Song's called Temple Titans. One, two. I'm a little disillusioned and uncomfortable with everything I've ever been taught and told. To Temple Titans, guard your soul. Hello. 
Coastal, spell it like people say it, no A at the end. True story, I've wanted to play this stage since like a long time ago. I walked in when I was little to this store. It's like, wow, that's an amazing stage. That guy's shoplifting. Shadow wing the world's 
Thank you. This next song is called Rendezvous. Got a music video coming out in um, about a month for it. Hello, I'm out on your doorstep. Am I too late? Knuckles, blood soaked from knocking Ice strips down the grave We've built our houses side by side But we're not even neighbors We lock the doors and in our minds 
is to blame here Love All you need is love But if it's not enough, 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 enough All you need is love on the base. Thank you. I was serious about playing on this stage. <laughs> you guys are a good audience, too. All 50 of you. Uh, I count 3,000. Tomato, tomato. Trump's just been rubbing off on me. There's so many people. Sorry, should have done it. Never paid much attention to you 
so freaking good. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> you don't need to drop beat if you're doing anything. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you, Sam Ash, uh, for letting us come out and play. Do we thank the store? Or do we just thank Jamie? Yes, well, thank you, Sam Ash. Thank and Jamie. Uh, Jamie for running the sound. Uh, dude, it's so nice when you can hear yourself. <laughs> 
Thanks for all the thanks for all the free guitars you gave us. Yeah, that's really really nice appreciate that, that Sam Ashwick and Bacher. Yeah, yeah they really would do that for us. Was it cool taking them out the back? Cause okay, all right, just checking. Scott Thunderfly. Here we go. Scatter care, feel the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Our bodies charged, start to spark in the dark. You can still see us. And tonight, it's alright. Get this feeling right It's the last time The group becomes a swarm We waited on the storm We're taking over the show now Gradually ascend We're carried by the wind It's time to bring the lightning up Thunderfly. We make the noise, facilitate the light, and when we explode, well, the thunder we're under is out of control. The lightning reaches and breaches and changes your soul. The thunder we're under is out of control. The lightning reaches and breaches and changes your soul. so much we're coastal we really truly appreciate all you guys cheering so thank you
that's a big sandwich. I like that. That's a big sandwich. <laughs> Track was that girl to, in the song? Yeah, she was oh, in the okay. song. Well, that wasn't that just was a girl. That wasn't just any girl. Who was that? That was that was Jesse Phelps. Ah, nice. Doing a little uh, doing a little cameo guest vocal on uh, the tracksuit life with the tracksuit lifestyle. With the you know, tracksuit, you know the tracksuit lifestyle. Yeah, I've heard of them. Tracksuit lifestyle. That's their uh, one of their new songs. I think I live live the tracksuit. I think you do. Lifestyle. Golden King is the name of that. It's written about you. <laughs> yeah, right. From the Trackseed EP, because last week we played a Moxie track and a Stampede string band track from right. the Trackseed EP, but you know we ran like really long last week. Yes, so uh, we didn't have time to play a Tracksuit Lifestyle track, so we got one in there this week. Uh, the Trackseed EP, two songs from Moxie, two songs from Stampede string band, two songs from the Tracksuit Lifestyle, Very and cool. I'll keep referring to them as the Tracksuit Lifestyle until they, they tell me to stop. <laughs> They're some big dudes. They are big dudes. Yeah. I'm glad they like us. Yeah. Wouldn't want them on my bad side. Um, Jesse Phelps sings on that. that. That's all oh. sides. Now, <laughs> Jesse Phelps and her <laughs> bandmates in the, uh, you know, the Moxie? I do know the Moxie. <laughs> They're all going up to uh, going up to Appleton this week. Play the s- Appleton? Play a show in the Appleton. <laughs> yeah. It's my second favorite music city. Next to Indianapolis, Peoria. Yeah, Peoria. I love Peoria. It's a great music town. It's fantastic. And Might Indi- be. I don't yeah. know. No, Appleton's a good place. Uh, this is the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast. Gotta, like spread out the swag, so it looks like there's spread more, out the sea more foam. of it. Yeah, I know. It's like whoa. I'm, swag's on the other I side. Of the and, totally your cord, and your cord. And your cord. Yeah, dude. What is happening with the uh, weird blue shades? <laughs> Weird blue shades. The ocean's right. calling, man. <laughs> I think it is. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm getting all sea foamy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that was an incendiary live performance. That was awesome. I think from Coastal. It was the first I'm time I've ever now. I've ever seen them play. I've, I've never seen them play before. I've seen video when you guys played down at the Independence. Independence. Oh yeah, yeah. Saw so video. One. The first one, or the second one. First one, I think. Cool. Yeah, okay. yeah I saw you. They didn't play the first one. Rad. It was a trick question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Coastal has joined us at the uh, uh, Ryan Gibbons interview desk. <laughs> there <laughs> just, we go. Just name stuff of the yeah. store after people who work here. It's okay. It's, <laughs> it's actually the, these are the Rocky Rodriguez chairs we're sitting in. Right. right. You know yeah. that? Very solid. That explains yes. the anger I feel. <laughs> right? I love her to death. I she do too. Like she gonna is going to why she plays fuck drums. somebody up one day. I know. No, we're friends. Like if it was a dark alley, I'd be like, "What's up, Rocky?" Yeah, yeah. Like, Keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't take like I would definitely like her and the tracksuit lifestyle guys definitely want to stay on there. But side. it's like the you know, the height difference <laughs> is fantastic. It is fantastic. Are you like 2 feet taller than her? Probably. Yeah, just about. He's taller than me, so you I mean, th- he's like But you think she can take you? Oh, hands down. Is she still here? I hope Get her out here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put ropes around the, the stage, throwdown. and it's it, you could fight her in the, the rocktagon. The, 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 <laughs> the puppet's going to officiate. Bring it out in the rocktagon. Is the puppet still here? Yeah, no. Oh, he left. Damn it. Rocky Coastal has joined us. Fire. Coastal has joined us at the Aaron McDonald interview table. Uh, please welcome. <laughs> it's um, the nicest table in town. It is the nicest table in town, and sweet. Um, I'm going to flip it. Brick and uh, and Buff and Chuck are here. That was good stuff. Thank you. Thanks. So let's let's do away with the obvious stuff first. Uh, influences, uh, Norwegian death metal. I hear a lot of Euronymous. Uh, I hear a lot of o- early Opeth. That is a fucking Opeth. deep... Well, the first one was a deep cut, man. I did, that's yeah. impressive. <laughs> How did you know I was channeling that when I was because, working on the synth parts? Be, because you've had dinner about, at my house. All right. Docking guy myself. 
let's talk about it. let's talk about influences a little bit. I think a lot of people who may listen to this podcast may be too young to have heard this type of music before. <laughs> it's including me. Yeah, <laughs> including you. Because yeah. like Tolan and I are sitting here listening to this. Like, what does this remind you of? And he's saying a bunch of stuff, and I'm like. I'm saying a bunch of stuff, and it's two completely oh, different ears. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing, but it's two completely different eras. So yes. I'm hearing like, I like he said to me, "What was the one? Information, <laughs> Information Society. Society?" And wow. I said, "All right, yeah." And I was like, "Pet Shop Boys," and we were like, Pet Shop "I'm not Boys. that gay." <laughs> Less gay. <laughs> Soft Cell, you know, even you know that because I'm coming from like I'm a first wave person, and you're too young to be. A first no, wave I'm not a first person. wave. No, you're not. Yeah. So where does it? So just to answer the We're question. All where have does it? Answers, yeah, so every single yeah, one. Yeah, go of for those, it. Yeah. Go for it. I, I I don't know. I suppose for me, when I was growing up, I, uh, uh, I, I I became super influenced by Daft Punk. Um, mm. Their their first record, Homework. Um, I remember very vividly. We were driving to Gatlinburg. My grandma was taking me to Florida, and I was probably about ten years old. And that album had gotten released. I don't know, like maybe three or four years prior. And uh, which probably tells how old I am right now, <laughs> but we were we were going down to Gatlinburg, and I had sixty dollars to spend on whatever I wanted, and I just bought every single Daft Punk album out, out of the time, and I just obsessively listened to them. The was there a trip. record store in Gatlinburg that sold Daft Punk records at that time? Yeah, wow, CDs. It was a bluegrass cover band, <laughs> yeah, of Daft Punk, yeah, grass punk. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, we got we got we got Hank over there. That's the Hank section, and then everything else over there. But then, you know, on the upside of the spectrum, Molly Hatchet. Dolly does that. Listening to like, <laughs> like a lot of Southern rock and stuff. Yeah. Like mostly electronic was, for me, anything growing up I was into. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Chuck, what are your um, electronic influences? Oh, man. See, like, I don't know. I grew up listening to, like, punk rock stuff. But, mm -hmm. like, the electronic stuff that stuck out even back then was a huge LCD sound system. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. And huge. Yeah. Um, stuff blows me away and his i don't know if you guys have seen his uh doc, the documentary i don't mm -hmm. know if it's still on netflix but it's shut up and play the hits it's like a documentary of their last show it's just phenomenal right. um but yeah like for me really lcd sound system i dug daft punk a lot when i was like 16 17 mm -hmm. i was really into that stuff too um like since you know i'm since i play the bass like i'm more like the more bass heavy but like bass guitar and not like bass 808 hit style you sure. know what i mean so the more live band style electronic is yeah. really my thing. Yeah. Good lines. To, uh, those are real. It's actually kind of because I've heard you play a couple of times in that other project that you're in. And <laughs> which one? <laughs> yeah. Hey. This is like, um, <laughs> it's kind of cool to be able part. to hear you right. all, like isolated and, and yeah. like you can isolate the bass in your, in your headphones. Tell you what, and man, being in this band is one of the most challenging, but more, most fun things I've I ever done. I'm, ba I'm watching. I'm like, this isn't easy. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy because there's only, because it's, there's, there's no guitars to cover up all the stuff. I'm a bass player too. I know that's yeah. uh, every if once I in a while. If I fuck up, people can tell. Now. Yeah. It becomes, <laughs> you get into that safe zone sometimes when you're like, hide in the mix. There's guitars, yeah. there's keyboards, you know, there's a little bit of pressure off, but mm -hmm. this isn't e This is not easy. Well, yeah, I mean, like that, and I don't know. Buff's really good at like songwriting and stuff. Mm -hmm. So half the time he'll like present stuff that's like almost like a full song. I'm like, what? Nothing I add to this is gonna make it right. better. And then, but he's wrong about that every time. Yeah, yeah but I, I feel guess, like, but I feel like I'm not wrong. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what time. I'm gonna play on this. Every mm -hmm. time I get a track or present it to him, and he puts in a bass part, it ends up being my favorite part of the entire track. And I'm just like, well, damn, I'm. What but, does that say about me? <laughs> I mean, 
back to like the original question though like so lcd sound system and then i would say it's not super electronica but it explains a lot of my octave jumps and stuff interpol yeah, yeah, yeah. really like interpol and uh -huh. their bass oh, wow. is a champ when yep. it comes to doing octave jumps and stuff that's probably if i were to say what basis i'm like similar to would be his style yeah yeah mm -hmm. and uh Breck, the front man, the si the lead, lead singer. Where 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 are you coming from musically? Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. yeah. You look it. Swedish house mafia, <laughs> obviously. This, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no deep cuts for you. I have no. Um. Yeah. Interpol is a huge influence. Mm -hmm. so, like if you go back to where Chuck and I first met, was in a previous band called Pickup Park, and Good it Lord. was like all baritone, all you know, just what we wanted to be right and dressed up in suits yeah and um that sucked but <laughs> sucked. Was, i would not ever want to wear a suit it was a great learning experience uh, how hot suits are um but yeah i mean uh for, and then the other end but you see so vocally like i like to mix it up and so uh, guster is a huge influence huh. um i mean i got into guster a long time like back when they only played bongos and <laughs> that was the most hipster thing I've heard you say in a while. <laughs> and, that uh, might have been the most hipster thing ever. Back when Guster was only rocking banjo. Said yeah. no hipster ever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like I love the the higher vocals singing in that higher register. Mm. Um, and so, and then you do have some of the funk influences, and you know the BGs as far as some of the vocal big uh, punks attempts. Yeah. Um, did I say? If, no funk. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I said the punk, you know, like the yeah, BGs. You know. Right. That's, well, well, we'll play it back. Now, uh, let me ask you a question. Let's go back a second. Did you see Guster when they were here last summer? Um, no, that was one of the few shows. No I one missed, did. No one saw them. <laughs> she did over um, there. Did sure. you go? Did she, you see them? She got for. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're talking okay, so about the show. Technically, what? no one saw Guster. Yeah. What happened? Was it technical Which is difficulties? A no, no it's it just they didn't. No, there were other difficulties. There was a, a, a certain. I would say that we don't talk. Were, we don't speak. There were promotional difficulties. Promotional yeah, I thought we were over this. No, he said he said <laughs> Guster. You don't open. I know. You don't open that door and expect me to just stand there. Oh, I'm not going through that door. I've seen Guster. I'm going to be gone for eight weeks. I get to do anything the fuck I want. Yes, fight as you should. Sorry. But yeah, no, I've you know, I've even gotten kicked out, <clears throat> kicked out of a Guster show. I got arrested after a Guster show. How do you get kicked out of a Guster show? I was inciting. Play moshing. bongos, play the bongos. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you put, like brought bongos. Just yelling, throwing play bongos summer of '69. <laughs> yeah, tell me how do, how do you get? Some, I bet that's a good story though. How do you get kicked inciting out of a Guster the show? Crowd to crowd surf. So we uh, we got about crowd surfing at a Guster show. going at the same time. And, Are you a yeah. troublemaker? Um, no. Like we kind of like, do get away with a lot of stuff. You just like stuff. to have a good time. Yeah. You're just like, well, good. I think that I think that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, not at all. Not at all. So Coastal has been a um, staple at the you played two of those festivals that mm -hmm. Independence Day thing, right? Mm -hmm. so yeah. And they keep inviting you back. Do you know if you're going back this year? Hopefully. We what, don't know. You don't know? What is that experience like, like we've talked to we've talked to a couple of bands who've played that thing and I think now it's an indoor thing, right? They moved it inside the it well, was for that it, show it, because it was outside initially. We because we, we played the played first day, day one, you, yeah, and yeah, it right. was outside, and it then it was the inside the next day because it was you know torrential downpour. Okay, okay, yeah. and it was although that nuts venue inside. is amazing inside. Yeah, I st I have still have not I've yet to be space. inside there, that place. So blown away. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, uh, Doctor Lintner's done a great job just getting the right people involved to mm -hmm. boost that whole festival, and of course it's for such a good cause. It is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. Um, 
so you don't know if you're going to be playing it this year, but you become kind of a, th- uh, I guess you become kind of a thing on that festival. Is that like, you guys seem kind of tailor made for that, for that kind of crowd. Like, I mean, to That's play, the, yeah. you know, to play at a club, like, you know, I'm not going to pick any club in town, but to play at something like that, like an event like that, it seems almost like Coastal could play all day at something like that. Mm-hmm. And nobody would say, oh, those guys are still on. <laughs> People would be like coming back for, you know, a third and, and, and fourth uh, roundup. That's very nice. Yeah. Thank you. No, I know. I'm, yeah. I'm being totally sincere. How many, how many shows a year do you guys play? Do you do you want to be, like honestly? No, I want you to fucking lie. Period. I want you to lie to me. Honestly, How many we played about three hundred shows just this past. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, none of that's true. We've played four, three in four? total. In, in total. total, yeah, total. Why yeah. is that? Why do you play? I mean, is that a, is that is that purposeful or it's, it's he's gotten arrested at every one of their <laughs> he shows? Keeps getting arrested. <laughs> Did you know that the guys at their last gig, the guys from Guster, got thrown out? Jim Morrison. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> we, a friend of ours did get arrested at our show. Yeah, yeah, we had once. one of our fans get arrested. Well, at good. Our show, which well, is good. Cool. That was cool. That was so cool. <laughs> that was like that was a <laughs> moment where I was like, yes, shirt. that is cool. Oh, but I mean, as long as you don't get arrested. No, yeah, I was just going to say to answer your question. A lot of our shows take a lot of prep work, and a lot of that prep work just involves coming up with the song ideas in the first place. And so oftentimes what will happen is I sit at home, and I'll try to come up with a basic rough idea of something, and then Breck and Caleb will start to come in once we start, I start to get maybe 75% of the way through mm-hmm. everything. And that takes a long time. And then we also have to pre-record a lot of a couple of things for when we're manipulating them on the fly. Right, so right. it takes a long time to prep up on that kind of stuff. And then also you've been building our light show which takes some time, and then we've also been show. building a studio. So, is there a plan? So, is there a plan for Coastal? You're building a studio in, in uh, Fountain Square. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, how did I know that? You told me that. I may have told you. You, that. Did, you did that tell was me right that. when it was becoming real. That was when it was just about to start it's happening. It's a lot more real now. Yeah. It's well, that's cool. Is there is there a plan for Coastal to play more often? Because I think that you should play kind of like a lot. Thank you. Because <laughs> yeah, I nice. think maybe that's the kind of music this city needs right right now i think this summer we may by the time this summer rolls around i think the city may need this don't disagree with you at all yeah, <laughs> we, yeah so I, feel that. I think we've had enough of you know fucking um minute details yeah, i think fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love you, Matt. all tommy all those bands. I mean, are you gonna just, name every project I'm in? And just like, fuck are you in those bands? <laughs> oh, I've played with Tommy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, jo- I'm joking, of course, but I'm serious about the part where I think that you should play more. This is really good shit. I, you know, that you shouldn't. I mean, people should hear this. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, we're excited. Um, that's definitely on the slate to mm-hmm. do more shows. Mm-hmm. We've got a big light show. So our next show, we're playing. Can I plug? right now um I, it's march indiana uh, march 11th march 11th right and it's at indiana city brewery yep. they've got a fantastic sure space so yeah. mm-hmm. we're gonna throw a big warehouse party real big light show and j- get people dancing but what's exciting like back to your festival point is we got to go up in front of panic at the disco and all their fans and we had them all going because you know we're trying to write songs people want to dance to right and so it lends itself to M- that whole mission accomplished and um so we're really excited to start playing more out and, and start throwing some parties and then hopefully get other artists that sort of want to do the same thing yeah. in this scene. That's very cool. Very cool yeah. When the studio's done, it's going to really help a lot with that. I mean, yeah. the songwriting process is a lot different than any other you know, band. So right. when we have like a studio where we can all work 
at the same time, mm -hmm. it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. Your approach to this music, um, well, I know like what the influences are, but your approach to the way the songs are arranged seems to go a little bit deeper than your typical, like your typical dance, you know, kind of funk dance music. You can, you can look at this two different ways. You can say, <laughs> wow, they're, they're, if you like it, you're like, they're geniuses. Or you can look at it as truly just honestly an experience. Um, what this band teaches you as, as, as an individual, at least for me, was when you're adding parts and you're adding other people, because I've always just worked on my own stuff. Right. I've, I've never really worked with anybody else, maybe a vocalist or something. But when you're actually conversing with people and you're trying to create something, it becomes a very like or, organic process. Mm. And it's mostly just, well, this sounds cool. Yeah. Let's just keep it. Right. It, is it what you would traditionally do, like, you know, in a typical songwriting arrangement, or would you just go through and... Is that part of it, it organic, or is that part of it... An experience? The way that you... <laughs> it, or is that part of how you write songs? It's part of how I write songs. Okay. For me personally, I'd always... I always <clears> start <throat> with maybe a sound or something that sounds interesting, and then I, I, I tend to gravitate more towards the production side of things, so I want to make it sound really good. Yeah. Because I think that if you can make something sound really good, even if it's just a kick drum, and you can make that just sound interesting, anything you add to it is going to be great. Yeah. So, Who's writing lyrics? You're writing lyrics. Where do your lyrics come from? Like emotionally, metaphysically? Yeah, I mean, I know they come from your. I know they come from your brain and onto a piece of paper. But how do they get there? I'll skip the sarcastic <laughs> answer. Um, no, I, I, really, I provided it for you. No, it's part of you. our service. Yeah, well, you do a nice job. No, no, um, no troubles. It's going to be like that. Prag Nelson's a dick. Um, I think he's no, a great well, dude. So the lyrics are important. I mean, there. So I was a creative writing and fine art painting major mm. at Heron and then IPY, and so like. When I listen to music, I'm always, I mean, you ask about influence, I'm always going to lyrics, yep. and um, I want more, I want poetry, and then, so I take a lot of time, like probably too much time sometimes, but you start, typically the way it starts is one of these two gives a song a title, mm -hmm. and then if it's a good title, we work on that title. It's an interesting way to, that's an, you don't hear that very often. Basically what I do <laughs> that's a, that's is when I first start. start a track, and I go to save just the first initial rough draft. Mm -hmm. I try to immediately come up with something in my head, and the first thing that comes to my head is whatever the song title is. So, so, so you go to, so uh, you guys are hanging out one day, and you're either playing music or whatever you're doing, and you you look at Breck and you say, write lyrics about a song that we're calling Temple Titans. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who used to write songs that way? That's how idea. that's how Andy Warhol used to boss Lou Reed around. Really? Like he'd go up to Lou Reed nice. and say, Lou, you should write a song called Vicious. And Lou Reed went off and wrote this amazing, legendary yeah. song called Vicious. Huh. And almost the entire first Velvet Underground <laughs> record was written like at his whim. You should write a song called All Tomorrow's Parties. And he wrote a legendary song called All Tomorrow's wow. Parties. That's fine. I never heard anyone it, work that way before. Words do something I think really powerful in that they give you the imagery immediately. The music does too, but it's more of just a kind of a passive listening type of thing. Yeah. Whereas when you're listening to, uh, or when you when you look at a song title, you're like, "What is this?" Yeah. Because I hate it when I look at a song title and I'm like, "That doesn't sound anything like the song." Yeah. Yeah, but who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Right. Sure, who but cares? it, it gives it like Temple Titans. We sat around. And we talked about that for hours. Oh, hours. Yeah. What, and what do you and like? What do you the other one I need, write right? lyrics? About? 
about? Well, what are so you? What, what drives start, your lyrics? Yeah, um, that's a good question. When I start, I try to really absorb myself in the song, so I'll listen to one of our tracks and do uh, acid. No, <laughs> really absorb. That helps. Um, but <laughs> now I'll listen to it, and I just I want to get the feeling first. You know, like I feel like the song already has a feeling, sure. and, I, and I try as much as I can to tap into that feeling. Um, once the concept starts to come, then it's a matter of like, how can I craft this in a way that's interesting that also says something? So it's painful, like to just not write the first thing that pops in your head, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. um, realize like there's an opportunity here to do more. Mm-hmm. And so, and I want to do more with it and I, I want some layers and some complexity. Well, like so, how, how many times have we like gone and be true lyrics? to what I'm feeling yeah. at the time? Sure. I was just going to say, like, how many we times have we gone through lyrics and we've just been like, well, we got to, I'm, I'm sorry, but this is just isn't working. We got to yeah. figure something else out. Lyrics and melodies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we'll try 15, 20 different melodies on a song and mm-hmm. I'll go to these guys and they're good about, like, I'll be really jacked. And it's always hard to know how it sounds in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so then yeah. I'll be like, hey, I got this. This is going to be so good. And they're like, no, you can do better. And we've got past this whole you know hurt feelings phase to where it's like um, that's an important um yeah hurdle for any band and it's good and sometimes yeah. i'll be like no we have to at least record this and i think there's good compromise or sometimes we'll record it and then i'll convince them that that's what belongs there yeah. but you've, you've come to me with melodies and i'm like i don't know man but let's give it a shot let's record it because it's going to sound different when you record it you put some uh compression eq and you get to the, right. the fine tuning of it when it fits Sometimes it totally works. Yeah, because yeah. like, he does miracles with my boy. You know, naturally I sound like a Sandy Patty, and so all the engineering <laughs> is amazing. So that takes Andy a while. <laughs> you know, Leah used to babysit. Yeah, well, yeah, her the kids. Connection. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. I can't believe you said Sandy Patty. <laughs> There's a deep cut. Weird. Deep cut. Um, well, you could have said like. Paula Dean. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. any, anything. You Give know. me the butter, baby. No, Whatever you want an influence. Oh, she, she wrote a song oh. called Indianapolis that I listened to. when Paula I, Dean did? No, no. Oh. It was Sandy Patty. <laughs> Sandy Patty did, yes. And, like, I probably heard that uh, in first grade yeah. and loved it. And I lived an hour away, and Indianapolis was, like, this magic city. Where did you live? Muncie. In Muncie. Yeah. Huh. And so... Uh, it's my mother-in-law's from months. That was ah, actually the, the start fuck to me is going, going on in this shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Do you I know his mom? Love Indianapolis because of that. So. <laughs> yeah, what is happening? Um, <laughs> She's my right. piano teacher. Coastal. <laughs> Coastal is playing March 11th. Man, there's so much good shit going on that night in this town, and I can't do any of it. God damn it. Womp 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 womp. Life. March 11th at that. the huh? It's gonna be a cardboard cutout of me at the March 11th show. It's nice. Chuck's gone. Nice. I'm yeah. gone. I'm out of town. So. Weekend, so, oh, you won't be there. <laughs> I'll be there, but, oh. they, but we um, will have a picture. They're gonna have a cut, cut out of me. Who's sure. playing? Well, who's playing bass that night? No one. The computer. The computer and is, the computer is <laughs> so good. <laughs> like I'm wondering. Right. Actually, the computer wonder, doesn't fuck I up. Wonder if I can, awesome. <laughs> I wonder if I can get out of what I'm supposed to be doing that night and just. I can just have to show up with a base. No, I wouldn't I teach you, man. I couldn't do we're, it. We're actually uh, we're actually taking all of our material and literally remixing it because he just couldn't be here. So yeah. it's just like, well, okay, we're we're committed to the show. We have uh, 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 what's the other band with us? Cincinnati band it's called Infinity Spree. Yeah. yeah, they're good too. Yeah, yeah. and really it's good, uh, so. it's at the Indiana City 
brewery, brewery which is like on name. where Shelby and Southeastern mm-hmm. yes. kind of yeah. right behind the right Hardys. behind the Hardys. Mind meld right behind the Hardys. But that uh, that beer that's, is delicious. Awesome. Where, where apparently you can get a low carb cheeseburger. Thank you so much yeah, for that yeah. recommendation. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good to Hardys. Uh, that, that is <laughs> the evening of uh, of March 11th. Uh, so you, you're in Fountain Square. So you you can check out Danny Elmar's EP release at oh, Square it's Cat. That same night, huh? Jump in your car or hop on your bike or your skateboard yep. or your unicycle Uber, or your dinosaur lift. and head down to uh, the Indiana City Brewing Company brewery. brewery. Yeah. and you can see uh, these guys right here. Coastal play their very awesome music. That's gonna be a party. That's gonna it be. Fun. A dance party. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> nice. And where can folks hear Coastal's recorded music? Because there's a there's a good amount of it out there. You, you guys just like every time you guys finish something, you just kind of shove it out there. And I love that you do that. Uh, I, I think it's very you cool. You can that you do hear that. a lot of it on Spotify. And by the way, um, some of it on iTunes. Hit the mm-hmm. follow button on Spotify, not just for us, but all your local artists, because yeah. that helps them a lot. Yeah, you um, know, makes sense. Th- th- is that kind? Of, is that a new thing, or did somebody just find out about it? Because I've been getting a lot of requests. Well, hey, you, could you after f- so many, you know, you get just put in on random people when yeah. they like shuffle for a playlist. So right. that's kind of the. You know, one of the Once goals. you get hmm. 250 follows, then you can start to manage your page oh, and okay. then get on other playlists, and that I'm is gonna, where it's really helpful. I have for to ours. like now take like I have to like set aside a Spotify follow day so you I know follow all follow. of our <laughs> local <laughs> bands. Like, do oh. it on your cruise. I, there you go. Yeah, because that's you'll what I'm going to be bored out of your mind. I know I'm going to be so <laughs> bored. <laughs> God, I got to listen. He's to taking a vacation music. from the local music scene. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there should be a local music scene cruise. Though. Ah, that would be great. <laughs> I'm all on board. Absolutely. I thought about a camp, a big campground, you know, big camp. Where, but nobody should bring instruments because everybody's <laughs> just shut up for five days. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, just bring merch. All right, Coastal, <laughs> March 11th at Indiana City uh, Bre- Brewing mm-hmm. thing I think it over is there, brewing whatever company. it's called, on Southeastern and Shelby, right behind mm-hmm. the Hardys. Go see the show; it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. And check out their music on Spotify. Good stuff. Guys, thank you so much for, for jamming on the show tonight. Thank we you, really appreciate you. it. And thanks for sitting down and hanging out yeah. with us. Uh, we do appreciate it. Is there anything else you need to plug? Because this is it. We're not coming back, so. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, no, there's, there's so, okay. else. Just thank SoundCloud, you so much for Facebook, Facebook, YouTube. Oh, music videos are coming in Nice. All right, and fun. And we got well, some cool stuff. Okay, cool. Make sure that uh, make sure that you uh, let people know. They have the social media now. They have the Facebook. I don't know if you guys heard. You, you have kids heard have heard about the Facebook. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can We're talk about on, everything um, on the Facebook. It's Friendster. all free. Yeah. Friendster. Getcoastal.com. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to... Um, we're going to go ahead and I think it's time. I think it's time for me to tug my ear like Carol Burnett. You, you want to go? I want to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Before, before I get like weepy or like weird about it or anything, yeah. let's, let's play a song and, and we'll, we'll, make, we'll, we'll call it a night. We're not leaving for good. We're not coming back. <laughs> I keep playing that game with people, you know. It's like I don't I don't know. Right. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Go with the flow. We'll see how we feel on May first. Depends on you if you come back from the cruise or not. Like if the boat Yeah gets I, hijacked by pirates. I hope I'll it, save you. I hope it gets I hope it gets hijacked by terrorist pirates. Oh, the, is there any other have, kind? They're the best kind. <laughs> is there any other kind? Well, you know, Lego it could pirates. be like you know, <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow is a very uh yeah. empathetic character. Right. All right. The <laughs> I think she's from Bloomington. I'm not really sure. I don't care. I love her songs and I love her voice. This is uh, Molly Bancroft, the Beautiful Dream EP. Uh, it's 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 our little going away song. It's Don't Be Afraid. We'll be back in eight <laughs> weeks. Don't worry about it. We're, we're coming back on May 1st with, uh, with Brother or Brother. 
That's the 